Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, and Barry the Boater rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. My voice is very low. Lou Rawls. Yes, I, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit on the mend after a, a little 24 hour bug, but uh, you know, I'm bringing sexy back. Can you feel it, guys? No, you're not. <laughs> Barry's no, you're a not. boater. He he can feel it. I know he can. He Barry. Zibola. I can feel it because I caught yeah. the same thing you did. Yeah. Not a 24 Coincidence? Minute, Definitely. Just to clear the air. It was total coincidence <laughs> that Barry got sick, too. Just so we're, you know, I just want to be on the up and up in that. Because there's some pictures uh, circulating out on the internet that kind of connect Barry and I. And uh, I don't want to lend any uh, credence to uh, any of the things inferred in those pictures. I will pay well, $1 million for those pictures. I thought you were going to keep that quiet. Well, it's out. It's out. They're out there. You know, are, are these any worse than you painting the pictures of you painting Bill's toenails? Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Tell and, me about that. Yeah, they I was, were on this dive trip. Hold on, hold on. I didn't paint anybody's toenails. Yes, you did, Barry. Uh, will back me no, up on this. Barry wasn't around back then. No, no. There were some other people on the boat that painted Bill's and I's big toenails as a dive flag. So we didn't oh, yeah. paint them ourselves. How big is your toenail? Uh, big enough uh, to put a dive flag on it. <laughs> he doesn't really need fins, you know that. How did we get on the subject? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. We like Greg talk. It's, it's the drugs, I'm sure. But uh, regardless, this is the world of boating, and um, we're going to make the best of it and kind of talk about boating stuff, hopefully. Is that right, Patrick, or, or no? I, we can. Uh, we can talk about me. Okay, good. Yeah, I got it. Let's see. You know, we already talked about I'm a little under the weather, but the reason is, is we were in big celebratory uh, mode because last weekend, uh, our scuba show, scuba radio, got a major award uh, in the dive industry. So we were kind of celebrating maybe a little bit more than we should have, which explains the sexy voice. <laughs> so, But don't get used to it. Ain't going to last long. So that low frequency lingering. hum is coming from your skull? Is that yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. how many awards have you received for, for scuba radio? Well, is it, is, are you trying, is there a, a, a category like the EGOT, you know, the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, the Tony, um, that you're, is there, is there a, a, a run of awards that you're trying to, uh, the Razzie be received yeah. to yeah. receive that. Well, you do it long <laughs> enough. Eventually, um, you, you're bound. They're bound to give you something because that's basically like here. Let's give you awards to get the hell out of the industry. They, they ran out of everyone else, right? So uh, <laughs> we're finally at the bottom of the list. Scuba Radio. <laughs> this award that we got actually was the first year it was uh, given. So this was the 2019 Diving Community Champion award i added diving community champion of the world award yeah just because you should and by the way it's platinum it is, it is we, we are platinum. the platinum winner they had three levels you know 
as it, it goes, silver, gold, and platinum. Mm-hmm. And that's just how they did it. Uh, but regardless, yeah, we were number one. So yeah, they have that. And then I demand know, a recount. I, I think I think the the votes were rigged. Nah, I've I've you know given away so much stuff over the years. <laughs> yeah, for no, dive that, trips. That, 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 that doesn't scream you know paying for votes. No, oh, I all. even I said that in my acceptance. <laughs> Did speech. you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He calculated down to the penny. Yeah, every uh, every member of the organization, I I figured it out. It was like two hundred thirty seven dollars and thirteen cents per member over the twenty three years we've been doing the show. <laughs> so that's how you get it. And uh, we'll take it. And we got it. We got the plaque in the the office here. Now we just have to get an award for uh, World of Boating. That's next. Keep dreaming, yes. people. Yeah. No, so anyway. we, we need no awards. We the, do it for the sheer the, the, love of boating. The satisfaction of knowing that we are imparting our boating knowledge and wisdom is more than enough award for each and every member of this show. Yes. No question about it. Mm-hmm. So uh that aside Sounded i mean anyway i could go on for hours and hours yes you could about the my award. my yeah. throat won't allow me so i'm gonna pass the ball off to yeah, i just want to i just want to point out that it was awarded to scuba radio and not to greg yeah i've already gotten my award <laughs> I, I got that a couple of years ago yeah now, we need to do an update greg yeah on the platinum 5000 diver award winner by the uh, way patrick just for the record i have that award too one of your you can suck it one okay of your, one of your uh most heralded and a favorite and i use the term rock band very loosely yeah um as we had mentioned a few weeks ago kiss was going to be playing underwater or some such in australia in a shark infested area for some reason um it's a commercial and it it's a promotion for like a bed and breakfast place and it was a disaster why why do you say that well there was no paul stanley so it was a Paul Stanley less um, version of Kiss, and let's face it, Kiss without Paul Stanley is like World of Boating without me. Wait, how did that happen? I don't even think that's allowed, is it? Um, what you? I I think. What was he sick and they had a stand-in or something, or what happened? What do you mean he didn't? Paul Stanley didn't. He was wa- he was ill. Okay, um, well, so that happens. He, he became ill. So you got to um, cut him some slack. He's not superhuman like me. Well, their, their, their plan was to use the low-frequency sounds of rock and roll to attract sharks to a spot where passengers aboard the glass-bottom boat could see them. Um, but as would happen with a Paul Stanley Les Kiss concert, no sharks showed up. The God of Thunder himself could not bring in the sharks. Could with not. The, uh, wow. Faith of his blood bass guitar. and all could not bring sharks. When... When you fail to bring sharks to your concert, I think it's time to reconsider your life choices. If Aquaman had been there, you could have called Aquaman. Really, Barry? Yes. You would think Aquaman would come in and stand for uh, uh, stand in for Paul Stan. Actually, you know they no. He could have. They have the same hair. Though (laughs) they have the same hair. Yeah. Okay. So we can now. Can we officially now scratch Kiss off of your playlist? And now, now we're down to what? Def was Leppard? it on uh, my playlist? Yeah, I mean, you're you're a Kiss guy. Uh, no, uh, not uh, really, actually. I'm, I, you know, when I first started listening to music, it, yeah. was, it was one of the first like albums I got. <laughs> okay, right. Love Gun. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett lover. Love Gun. <laughs> Ladies' room. 
<laughs> you're rocked out. I, I can tell. He just likes the makeup. Yeah. yeah there, there's that. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't. I don't and the claw them. boots. They're they're fun yeah. to watch. They're nostalgic. They're 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 on their like farewell tour number ten right now. So are they into boats? Kiss. Surely they have a kiss I, boat. Gene Simmons, is he a boat? There's a ki- I, I, I vaguely remember a kiss boat. Isn't there a kiss boat out there somewhere? I, if if Gene Simmons had his ability to put the kiss name on something, it's right. been done. Mm-hmm. So is there a kiss boat out there? Let I haven't know. seen it, but I'm pretty sure he's probably got that marketed somehow. Or a fan has already done this. I'll do yes. a search. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's out there on, on Google somewhere. Sure. I'm looking now. All right. We got our crack crew not paying attention to the live show as usual. So moving on. What else, Patrick? Uh, moving on. We need to talk a little bit, uh, some some boat safety. Um, and Barry, you're probably familiar with this area. I know uh, uh, Mike is. I am. Greg, you may be. You, you've probably possibly taken dive boats out of this. The Boynton Inlet here in Florida. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Maybe. Uh, you know the story I'm talking about, Barry? Is this the one about the two kids, or which one? No, what story about two? No, we're not going there. Oh no, that no, that was- no, 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 not that, that that story from like five years ago. No, <clears throat> this this happened this this past week where there was a dive boat, a charter dive boat that was coming back in the inlet, and let's it was a bit rough um, uh, at the inlet. Yeah, and uh, this was a flybridge uh, dive boat, and. As it could happen and did happen in this instance, the captain got thrown from the upper helm station into the water. Mm. It it was that violent. And we had this incident about six, maybe eight years ago, where there was a 25-year veteran charter boat captain coming in one of the inlets here in Florida and got thrown. Um, And actually, it, it was so rough, the passengers and the remainder of his crew were down in the cabin, and he got thrown from the upper helm and landed on the the gun hit the gunnel actually his neck the back of his head broke his neck um landed in water and he, he was he was he was he, dead he, yeah he, died. he passed away mm-hmm. um and i bring this up one i i i'm not sure why a this charter boat would go out in conditions like this because there were storms from the south carolinas coming down i mean it was it was not ideal boating weather maybe scuba diving weather weather but certainly not not boating weather. no waves right. underwater it's just a matter of you can get to those uh, dive sites when the water's rough so you know it's that inlet it's tricky i, I know what you're talking about we'll talk yeah. more about it next on the world of boating you're listening to the world of boating radio network Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection 
an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Yeah, I can see you saw now by the light of the moon. One big party on two pontoons. With flip-flops, tank top bikinis, and no dress code. We'll be surrounded by acres of swimming pool. Wall-to-wall coolers of barbecue. Inboards, outboards, overboard, throw me a rope. Yeah, come on, come on, tonight we're gonna rock the boat. Yeah, we're gonna motor out, drop anchor in the middle, drag out the guitars and tune up the fiddles. Have loads of fun, be lucky if she stays afloat. Yeah, we'll be making waves tonight, we're gonna rock the boat. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Mike the Mariner bears the boat around and out the cruise. We navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so, um, you know, talking about this Boynton Beach Inlet, Captain Patrick. Yeah, I, I'm not positive if I've been out there myself on a dive trip. I, I may have and have shot that inlet at the end of the day. But, it, you know, the weather is obviously uh, uh, the factor uh, when you're going out there. But it, it's not necessarily the problem with uh, with just being totally bad. Like, for instance, say... Say, you know, the, the weather is, they're, they're expecting like four to sixes out on the East Coast. That's rough weather for diving, but they go out, right, Barry? It's not uncommon In for four the, to six? Yeah. No, two to, two to fours with maybe a five-foot roller, but four to sixes, you got to have an experienced dive boat captain. Now. Well, of course. I mean, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying, captain. but will they yeah. go out? Sure. There'll be some operators that'll go out in those kind of conditions. Yeah. And can sure. you do it? Yes, you can absolutely do it. The problem is, in this case... And we've had this happen uh, many times before is that, you know, when you're coming back in after the day of diving and you have those kind of conditions, uh, shooting the inlet back in can be very tricky because if the boat does not time their approach uh, just right with the waves, they can get swamped very easily and tipped over and, you know, thrown all over the place. And and, uh, it sounds to me kind of like this is the case with this story you're talking about. Does that make any sense or no? No, you make absolutely no sense at all. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm right is what I heard. No, because the, what I wanted to get into is that, 
when you're in this type of boat, a flybridge, sedan bridge, an upper helm station, and certainly if you are by yourself, um, a $30 safety lanyard, safety tether, um, will keep you from going overboard. Right. Um, there's some uh, difference of opinion as to when you're uh, transiting in or out of an inlet in a boat like that, if you should have a mate up with you, because if you happen to get thrown overboard and if you don't have a kill switch, then the boat's going to be in gear. The boat's going to keep going. Also, if you do have a kill switch, a safety lanyard or an electronic fob that would break contact, now your boat's out of power. It's not mm-hmm. being moved, and now it's it's prone to, you know, the the uh, the waves, mm-hmm. uh, the swells, which could be equally as disastrous for your passengers on board. So, what I want to talk about, and at the point I wanted to make is knowing that this can happen and has happened, mm-hmm. that. I would think that as this is a charter boat, whether it's a fishing charter or a scuba charter, whatever it is, why the Coast Guard wouldn't mandate in those types of vessels that the captain or the person that's at the helm would not be tethered to the helm so that these things could not occur. That was the point I wanted to make, Greg. Because hmm. that—that's well, what happened in Stewart when the captain went overboard. There were other people on the vessel inside the vessel that didn't yeah. know he went over. Right, and and that was a uh, that was a flybridge sport fish. Yes. There is no lower helm station, so right. there was no one up there, no, no one able to get to a helm station to control the boat at all. Right, Barry. And, what did say you? No, it's in that inlet happens to be if you have a tide flowing out, and if it was rough. With waves and wind blowing in, it gets very treacherous mm-hmm. around that area. That inlet makes a sharp right turn as you go in there. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of water flow. Um, actually, yeah, absolutely, a lanyard would be a good idea. Yeah, and that's and that's actually a good point. Point: the weather doesn't have to be bad for some of these inlets to be dangerous. Uh, True. Just the just the tide change alone in some of these narrow inlets with a lot of water moving out can um, can you know create lots of currents, lots of swells. And if you're coming in too fast, you're not matching the speed correctly, you can get in trouble. Right. Yeah, I, I learned that from uh, Captain Dave one time we went out on this dive boat, and we sat at the inlet. You remember where we uh, where uh, Dave's boat comes out of, right, Craig? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. And we sat there for 10 minutes. I said, what are you waiting for? He was timing out the waves because we had it like that where the mm-hmm. current, the, the flow was coming out, the waves were coming in. And then he kept watching them far out as they would come in. And that one smooth point, that's when he gunned it and we started moving yeah. to get through that area. And that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we've experienced, both Barry and I, uh, down there in uh, South Florida in, in that neck of the woods. And and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just the wave action, the weather can be a factor. The tides, obviously, mm-hmm. I guess, affect that even when the weather's not uh, uh, that big of a factor and can throw you off your game. Yeah. It you can know. throw you off the boat. Well, right. Well, and, and on the subject of tethers, I mean, there's a couple of things that it could go either way, right? What, if the, what, if, what if the boat... Um, rolls over and you're tethered well you need, it's a, you, it's, you need a it's not quite a catch-22 but yeah. those tethers have quick releases yeah. so if your presence of mind to realize that 
your very large craft being mm-hmm. a, a flybridge, I would think a, a fairly large. That was a very capable vessel. That it was a very large. You know, boat, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna get rolled, um, and you're going over that you could reach for your quick release on yeah. your harness here on your chest yeah. and disconnect. And you should also have, of course, be wearing a PFD and be able to. So I would think that, you know, a quick release, I believe those tethers have, because Mm -hmm. I think they've they've thought of those instances of happening Mm -hmm. uh, where if you that does happen or if you get tossed over the side and you're hanging and you can't climb back up, you know, that you can quick disconnect and drop yourself into the water safely or down to the gunnel or, you know, where you can get a foothold or a handhold and get yourself back to safety. Yeah, in his case, he was just, I mean... Very unfortunate that he he hit the side of the boat in, that, a, in an odd way. Yeah, talking about the one years yeah, ago, right? And I I think if it's my choice, I'm going to go with the safety tether because I stand a better chance. If I'm in a car and my car goes into a retention pond, you mm-hmm. know, and I've got my seatbelt on, you know, do do I stand a better chance of surviving with or without it on? Right. Yeah, I've got to disconnect it. I may be disoriented. My car could be upside down. But I probably didn't get thrown through the windshield, you know. Yeah. So I think at that point, I, I think it's better to have it and use it. And it kind of gets us into this discussion of uh, the USCG and um, the NTSB, which you know, when we come uh, out of our break, we'll talk explain a what bit. those acronyms actually are. You will, yes, because I know, and <laughs> uh, we'll make sure everyone aboard uh, the World of Boating passenger boat knows as well. That's BYOB, yeah, something like that. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the motor, and Mike the Mariner, and possibly Captain Rusty is going to join us here in just a bit. We will find out if that pans out. Uh, but first, by uh, BYOB, bring your own boat. That's what I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Blonde. What, what, yeah. what else would it be? Right, nothing. So, as we start talking about, um, you know, safety and the uscg and in no way is this a a knock or disparagement against the men and women that serve in the united states coast guard respect and and certainly value everything they do um however you know we had this boat fire um out in california and uh, a couple years ago we had this duck boat uh tragedy out in uh um the midwest Lower Midwest. I think it was in Arkansas. Wasn't Arkansas. It? Yeah. It's Midwest, isn't it? Would you get, or would you say that's south? It's in, it's in the uh, middle of the west. Mid, mid southwest. It's in the uh, it's in the middle of the west. Okay. So yeah, yeah Midwest. <laughs> um, oh boy. <laughs> where the, the here's the thing. There, there's a battle going on, Greg, and it's yeah. between the NTSB and uh, Coast Guard. The Coast Guard, right? And the fact is, the Coast Guard seems to be so rooted in its anti antiquated ways of thinking and its unwillingness to implement change not for change's sake but better to change and implement some of these safety uh, recommendations put forth by the ntsb because the ntsb can't do it it has to come from the coast guard 
where with the stuck boat accident, it could have the the changes that the NTSB had recommended years before could have uh, kept this tragedy from from occurring. It certainly could have resulted in uh, a less loss of life. And where the Coast Guard is is quick to dismiss the recommendations by the NTSB with this boat fire, where now they're like, okay, well, you know, now we're we'll we'll look at some of these. No, I think you 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 go hard and heavy and implement these changes now. And if we have, and- I disagree. I'll explain next. I'm a little bit more familiar with this uh, Coast Guard stuff than maybe you realize. And I'll explain next on the world of boating. I'll put him in his place as I often do here on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Mind the boat. 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 Vessels of freedom. Harbors of healing. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, playing nice, calming music because it could get a little ugly here. Uh, if I if if it goes away, I think it might. <laughs> it won't. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, we may have Captain Rusty. Rusty, are you with us? Come in, Rusty. Rusty. No. I thought I had him. I thought you were with us, Rusty. Did you press? Oh, you had that board down, Pat. Yeah, I do, and I don't hear squat. So, oh well. Oh, the light's red. Yeah, it seemed like we had him. Yeah, but I don't hear him. Hmm. No, says we don't have him. Well, what are you going to do? Because I thought he, you know, he'll agree with me that when it comes to this situation with the Coast Guard and the NTSB, if you had implemented FCC recommendations, you would not have dropped that call. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, the, here's the <laughs> he deal. Dropped it anyway. <laughs> I, you know, with, with the uh, conception dive boat tragedy that obviously I'm very aware aware of. I know a lot of the people involved in this uh, tragedy uh, because I'm in the dive industry with Scuba Radio, and I will tell you that the NTSB when they came in and they started pointing fingers, oh, it should have done this, should have done that, and blah blah blah. The 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 people that were making those statements were a little bit uh, over-the-top blaming the Coast Guard on this, if you ask me. Now, this is my opinion, but some of the things that were said to the public and to the mainstream media about, wow, how how could they possibly have such a small exit hole and and down below the bunks and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff, and it was just like only a moron would would think that way. That was kind of the attitude that kind of came through some of the, the comments uh, from the NTSB people, and I will tell you, I thought it was very inappropriate. I, I didn't think that was accurate. I've been on many of these vessels, and sure, could an escape hatch be larger? And 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 could they should they maybe look into that? And they, but is this like a, a death trap? Uh, no, I'm not, sorry, not even point of what was what was bought up. Well, well, okay, no, not, but not, I'm just escape saying, hatch was I'm not gi- even bought up. But I'm you're, giving you're, an example but it's a, of it's a, it's, the it's attitude. An example that is, no, is that, that has no bearing on this story. Greg. No, it does because no, it, it does the not. attitude that was presented 
with with how just one element on that was kind of like to me seemed very uh, oblivious to to the standards that the coast guard already has which are, they're pretty strict i mean uh, barry knows enough oh, that is hogwash it is uh, not. barry well, has been on many a dive boat i've been on many a liveaboard boat like that and sure there's always ways to improve but but some of the stuff they, they, i mean they flat, out, like they, they flat out reject it greg they don't reject yes, it for years the ntbsb has repeatedly called on the coast guard to require small vessels to establish procedures for conducting regular inspections and reporting maintenance and repair needs for all boat systems including the hull and mechanical and electrical operations but the coast guard has pushed back on the rec- recommendations because it's overkill it, a lot of it's it ridiculous burdensome and it is of existing it is but it's any, not. it is too ask any dive operator that runs a charter vessel how many hoops they got to jump well, through to com- make sure how come the coast guard's now looking at the ntsb recommendations to Be- implement them because they should as the, you would expect them to they I, I mean they're not blowing them off i'm just telling no, you they, well, they initially they did i no. think i think what it is is you know the, the coast guard's regulations are this is a blame in many, game in many cases they were rooted in and things that happened with coal-fired ships and sailing vessels many, many years ago. And some of the things that they have not addressed are related to the many advances that boats have these days, right? Technology and and Yeah, I mean, your, your paddle wheel planks should be inspected once every uh, uh, <laughs> right. 375 uh, noons, you know. I mean, we're, we're out of that element and there's even stuff in the recreational boat in manufacturing greg mm-hmm. that we have to abide by that the coast guard the standards and it has no bearing it makes no sense for current production but they are unwilling to change and again it's not a despair it's not a reflection of the men and women who serve in the ranks it's higher than that and to where they had these hearings before congressional committees and certain members of Congress started bringing certain things up, and now the Coast Guard is going to be forced to look at these things. I got to tell you, uh, from a pilot standpoint, you know, if there's an airplane crash, the 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 the, the Max, the seven thirty seven Max, and the NTSB comes in and says, "Hey, I think you know you got to look at this," and the FAA goes, "Yeah, no, we're we're not going to do that." And then there's another plane crash. You know, you're like, "Well, hold on, hold on." The NTSB is pretty much the Coast Guard for flying. Okay, so well, yeah, that, that that is the problem that you're talking about right, here. Right, because there's two agencies that are trying to accomplish yes, the same thing. I agree. But one, I think in when you have these things, I think it's better to go in. not And we're not talking about stopping all operation of dive boats and pleasure craft and stuff like that. But say, you know what, we need to implement these changes now, mm-hmm. and then we can slowly pull back. Well, that that's the balance because you're you're right. I hear what you say. Of course, I got to look at it. All but right, the did problem, you hear that, Mike? Did you yeah. hear that? The, but listen, <laughs> he said the I'm problem right. is that it, it can turn into a knee jerk kind of thing, and that's what the Coast Guard is. My feeling is probably pushing back on, like like hold, uh, slow down, uh, cool your jets. Of course, we got some issues here, but well, but, well they were also arguing it uh, on the air, on TV, and in radio. They were arguing it in the media. Which, right, which 
should never not appropriate. Never should have happened. Exactly. But they do it with airplane crashes too. They they now, get on. You get the talking once heads again, on, and the NTSB they, and you are get your in experts are of airplane but, crashes, right, well, and and that's who deals with that. But, There's not like a separate, you know, organization yeah. like the Coast Guard that okay, the pilots but these and dive the boats and these, these charter boats are now dealing with equipment, even personal equipment that the passengers are bringing on board. That right, didn't exist when these original rules and well, regulations the battery were thing, written. Well, exactly, the lithium battery thing. Is Barry's arm is going to fall off. All right, Barry, it's go. My arm, it's the National Transportation Safety Board. They inspect anything that transports passengers, right. trains, planes, automobiles, right. and Great. boats that, that carry passengers. So it's their job to figure out what went wrong and give recommendations. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's the Coast Guard that's going to decide with with the uh, manufacturers what is the best cost effective proven technologies and to should use. it still be that way that's because again you've got no, these two no, agencies obviously something happened that that does not happen often i don't know if it has happened greg would know this better than i no he wouldn't but if it, it yeah, it's it the same thing with the 737 max everything was working good until something went wrong and right. when the second one went down they said stop everything Okay, so you find out what the issue is and you fix it. You learn from it. So maybe it won't happen again or it won't be as bad. Thank you. My point exactly. Except yeah. I'm not saying stop all charters. I'm saying maybe mm-hmm. we have to stop like there's an issue. But, but, with- hold on. Okay, you're not uh, saying stuff, but you're saying the Coast Guard is not listening to them. Isn't that what you're saying? You're saying they're, they're pushing back too hard. They they are pushing back. I don't again, think they are. I think that's I think, my point. I think to Barry's point, the NTSB is the agency, the government agency that's in charge of transportation in this country. They should have it should be the NTSB that decides these things, not another government agency that looks at these recommendations and says, No, we're not doing that. And then you have another tragedy that happens that if they had but implemented some of these it may not have occurred. Well, I think they got to well, go back. As long and forth. as the expertise is there, because you know, I d- talked about the ingress and egress of uh, the dive boat, and mm-hmm. you know, they made some comments about that. Well, you know, that's not their world. That's the Coast right. Guard's world, exactly. You know, right? And and, and, and the- they they could make sweeping changes that could really wreck an industry. If yes, careful, absolutely. Right. And the FAA is the ones that set the rules for aircraft. Right. Not the NTSB. But it's Just the same. The Coast Guard is for, for boating. And the F and the FDOT, or Federal Department of Transportation, for is for automobiles, and trucking. semis. Yeah. Right. But right. Don't, there's a conflict there, because why have the NTSB then that's going to go in and investigate and, and make recommendations if those recommendations aren't going to be acted on? Well, yeah, but you don't... The NTSB is, is sort of like... It's not having the chicken... Uh, what is it? The fox guarding the hen house. So you don't want the Coast Guard uh, going over the investigation because they may side one way or the other. You have a separate entity doing the investigation, making the recommendations. Then the Coast Guard decides which ones they want to implement. And I don't think that should be the way it is. It is the way it is. And it's the way it should be. I, do, I disagree because the NTSB doesn't get all the in, inter, uh, you know, the inner. They, they, ha- they have probably more qualified experts 
investigating these incidents than the Coast Guard has on staff. How it applies to the industry, Patrick, and how it it affects those little boaters. Like if you you pass some rule that says you can't do this, and all of a sudden, like uh, Mike the Mariner uh, aptly pointed out, it could put an entire industry out of business. The Coast Guard won't let us do things with fuel systems that if they allowed us to do, guess what? Boating would be inherently more safe. I like the Coast Guard, Patrick. So do I. Leave it at that, and we'll move on. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast the cruel winds of change and radioactivity have pushed us to sea and unlike Don, who took a while to start sucking, this group has sucked from the very start. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting boats is fun. Big, tall, small ones, fast and slow ones, silhouettes in the sun. The water looks so blue. The waves come crashing through. Five, four, three, two, one. And purple ones too Silhouettes in the sun Fight 
four, three, two, one. Ribbit. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Uh, that would be me. Uh, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry's a boater. And now we do have Captain Rusty. Please say you're here. I am here. Okay, there he is. Thank God. <laughs> Eventually, we made it work. I know, right? Yeah, he wanted to get in on the last minute and agree with me, and I really appreciate your support, uh, Rusty. You know, I, I, heard, I heard y'all talking, uh, you know, for the last while I was waiting on the phone, and I'm going, wow, is this world of boating? They're like having a serious conversation about this thing. Yes. I, I, I was surprised. I thought I was on the wrong station. I'm going, well, go go figure. You know, it happens uh, every now we, and we then. We went to the wrong <laughs> studio. Yeah. <laughs> But the one the one common thing that uh, has, has never changed is that I'm always right. So I know you wanted to kind of chime in there and kind of set uh, Patrick's Patrick hat almost came off straight, right? Well, because part of that conversation, he said I was right. So I don't know how he can say I was right and then go back and say he was right. Okay. I don't know what the hell he just did right there. I think he just turned that around on you. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not saying that's the case. But you see, but just to be clear, Russ, do you agree with me or or Patrick? You know, I. I, I oh, I before you there. answer, remember I control. <laughs> he, you know, he's about to agree. With he's me. got a red button. Exactly, he has a red he's button on that board. <laughs> you may proceed. <laughs> don't tell him, Rusty. You know, I, I I'm just happy that that y'all are. Or having these discussions, they need to be had. <laughs> they, need, they need to be put out there. We need to deal with them. All right. So, uh, thank you, Mr. But I Kissinger. Talked to any of you guys since like what back before the Fort Lauderdale show? So I, I assume everybody's doing well. Okay, he's just here to bring some love. God bless him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm here for. So everybody's doing good. Yes. You know, I have issues, but you know, I'm all right. <laughs> we know Patrick has issues. We know Barry does. I'm the only one, only sane person, a part of this crew. So I no, guess we're Greg all gave good. me a cold. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's terrible. Well, well I, I will tell you a couple of things we're we're kind of working on. We we picked up another line of boats. Well, actually, we picked we picked up one, got rid of it, and then got another. We picked up black black fin, and within two weeks, we got out of that contract oh. and gave them back. We, yeah, that didn't work out. We didn't like we. We had issues with those guys, uh, but we did pick up another line of pontoons called Barletta, uh, which is a new brand of pontoon that just came out. And I just like the company a lot just because it, they're new. They're not, you know, they're fresh. The guy's excitable. So, um, so we're picking them up. We're looking at our next location. Well, our new store, you know, I told you we bought it a while back. Should be we should start moving boats into it in about a week or two, which I'll invite you guys up for the grand opening, which will probably be closer to February. We get everything together, and we're looking at another location around Daytona. So right. I've, I've been I've been holding that. Just so you know, Rusty, I did not divulge any of that that we talked about down at uh, the boat show. So I've been, oh, yeah. I held well, that you. information close as you you instructed. I, I would. I, I knew you would, and and so that's getting pretty close. Uh, getting getting this other location. Yeah, that's a huge deal. Yet, but, but but near Daytona. Yeah, we're excited. I'm I'm probably more excited about that than anything we've done in a while because mm. that opens up um, us for Cobalt and Chris Craft, and we can move Stingray there. We can't do Bennington there, but we can do the Barletta Pontoons, and that'll take us all the way like to Melbourne. And so Orlando, Melbourne, which we already had that area, but we can actually service it better. 
and be much more involved in the community there. So I'm excited about that. So the pontoon line is Barletta? Barletta. What, yeah, si- do, what do, size boats do they make? What's the And do they one? have so, a model called the Red Barletta? The Red no. <laughs> uh-huh. Hilarious. It, Close. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> they make like 18 to like 26. Their, uh, their head of design came from Bennington. Hmm. They're actually in Elkhart. The guy made campers, and Winnebago bought him out for $500 million. Is that all? And That's all he I, could get for that company? <laughs> wow. And so when I, I went to supper with him and uh, while I was in Fort Lauderdale, and I, he's just such an energetic, fun guy. And I go, why are you making pontoons? He goes, I like to win. And so this guy just, he likes the industry. He likes to, to be competitive. And one of the coolest things about the boat, which is this is so simple, but every pontoon they make has a little push-out door. And when you push it out, every pontoon has a dog bowl uh, for food and water that's huh. actually built into the boat. And I thought, wow, that, that's really simple, but good selling feature. Huh. That is cool. Even if you don't have a dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I thought they, they're, they're really doing some cool stuff. So I think that was, um, I mean, we spent a ton of money this year getting everything ready but next year hopefully we'll be good right so, it's gonna be the breakout year so well he's already multi-millionaire let's be real didn't he <laughs> aren't you rusty over. come on we expect no, big no, christmas no. presents this year <laughs> hey, Start shopping. A pontoon boat, boat. sounds, sounds yeah. like he's got some he has a couple <laughs> and uh he's gonna have to offload them to us maybe at least he'll give us a ride yeah i'll settle for that for now all right well on that happy go lucky note to, to bring the team back together just in time for the holidays we'll wrap it up till next time remember whether it's sail or motor life, life is, is better is better as a boater safe boating everyone World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts callers and guests they are not necessarily those of any station or network its management or advertisers what are you being such a weenie for while on the water your safety and the safety of many others depends on you so boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area there is a fine line between genius and madness have any questions or comments feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.